it sounds disempowering to need to wait, but I actually have found it so empowering to just be like, it's not my job to like be forcing things. It's my job to say, see the world of all the possibility and be like, oh, that's the thing I'm going to go on because it's an efficient use of my energy. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 328. And today we're going to unpack how to be more authentic and aligned with your marketing by using your human design. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It is your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter for expert-based entrepreneurs. And today we're talking about one of my favorite tools on the planet, actually two of my favorite tools on the planet, and that's human design and gene keys. If you're not familiar with them, they are very unique ways to understand your authentic blueprint, if you will, your soul's journey and how you relate to energy, how you relate to decisions, how you relate to people. It's very powerful. I've been working with human design now for, I don't know, 15 years, but last three to four years, I've gone much deeper into it and it's turned some really, really big light bulbs on for me and given me some clarity as well as uh, a focusing tool to make sure that I'm really staying aligned with what I put out in the world, what my brand message is, and so recently, I dug a little deeper with a, a woman named Brie Kirk, who was our guest today, uh, because I also wanted to understand better how Gene Keys worked. And I wanted to start applying this more in our marketing and our branding and visibility strategy. So you're in for a real treat today. This is such amazing work. And um, if you have already done your human design or you've dug into Gene Keys, I'd love to hear what your human design is. You can uh, give it a little shout out wherever you're listening to this, or you can join us in the Amplify Your Authority Facebook group and tell us about it. We will link that up in the show notes. Now, before we get into today's episode, we talk about a lot of unique things in the guest expert system as it pertains to bringing forward your most authentic, your most aligned, and your most powerful message so that it really is magnetic, but not just magnetic to your ideal clients. We don't want to just put something out there for the sake of magnetizing people in if it's not aligned. The most sustainable way to build a business, the most powerful message on the planet is when it is fully aligned with your superpower. I love doing this work with people. I love seeing the light bulbs turn on and being able to get more bookings, be able to check more clients from every time you're behind the microphone, whatever type of platform that is. And being a guest expert is one of the easiest, the most inexpensive and the most powerful ways to turn on that steady stream of great clients. So uh, I hope you will join us in Guest Expert System. If you don't already have this dialed in, now is the time to do it. And by the way, everything we do with messaging can apply to be applied to every place you create a message for your business. So check out Guest Expert System at guestexpertsystem.com. And I hope we'll see you in this uh, next round. Welcome back, Amplifiers. I'm so excited for today's spotlight. This conversation is going to be very illuminating. 
We're talking about how to refine your marketing strategy using tools like human design and gene keys. Now, let me introduce you to our guest today. Her name is Bree Kirk. She is a human design and gene keys business coach and consultant. She is a certified online business manager, a podcaster, and a beach lover with over 15 years of marketing experience, distilling all the online business best practices and trends into clearly articulated strategies for clients of all sizes and industries. Brie realized her passion of examining the deeper purpose behind different tactics to help you find the most aligned way to build your business is by tapping into your own intuition. Welcome to the show today, Brie. Melanie, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Okay, so a little backstory for the Amplify community. Um, and, and this is just a testament to staying visible and doing the work. Is like I actually went looking for someone to do online business management. And that's how Brie originally kind of showed up on my radar in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> but then we quickly realized uh, our real work together was not going to be that, but something even more powerful. Uh, I was v- I'm was i very intrigued by human design and gene keys. And so Jean, uh, Brie and I have been working together doing some interpretation of my human design and my gene keys. And I was like, I've been so blown away and so moved by what I've been learning. I was like, we got to talk about this on the podcast. So I wanted you all to know that what we're covering today is stuff I'm actually in real time implementing and integrating and learning about. And I find it to be not just an advantage in your market, but it actually helps you hone your focus and really learn to trust things that are emerging for you organically that you may not understand but we, like through the lens of human design gene keys, a lot can be made clear, right, Brie? Absolutely. Yeah. It. I think no matter where you're at, whether you've heard of human design or gene keys or not, I think what I love about using these tools is you don't have to be an expert to start getting something out of it. And for some people who know more about it and have been studying it forever, there's always new things to learn and not just to learn, but to actually apply and integrate take it from a new perspective, you know, learn it like, well, how does this apply in my personal life or how I run my day or how can I apply this to my business? You know, there's so many different contexts that you can, you can, and layers you can keep diving into that for someone like me, who's a personal development nerd, and I know your audiences as well, but there's always layers to continue just looking into and exploring and learning how to do things better. So that's one of my favorite things about these systems. I mean, I could go on forever. <laughs> we're we're kind of just getting started here, but yeah. Um, well, if somebody isn't familiar with human design and gene keys, because there are people who this is not on their radar yet, could mm-hmm. you just briefly explain what it is and what the difference between human design and gene keys is? Yeah, so human design, um, I'll go back into the history of the system of a little a little bit, but human design is a system that was, I guess, channeled by a man named Ra Uruhu um, back in the 80s. And it truly is a synthesis of a lot of ancient wisdom, such as astrology, the Indian Brahmin system, the Chinese I Ching. Um, and it's all synthesized together. Um, the way that you explore it is by putting your birthday, your birth time and birth location in a chart. And it pulls up this funny looking thing with a whole lot of information. And there's a lot that you can glean from, from that. Um, what it, so how 
you know, you can look at things. It tells you what human design really tells you actually is like how you best, like how your energy best exists in the world or what environments are best from you, what types of relationships or how to function in relationships, things that you're naturally gifted at, the energy that you naturally have or areas that you're naturally like, you know, have a consistency to your energy areas that are things that might be, um, you know, you might have an inconsistency to your energy or things to look out for. Um, it really tells you a lot about yourself. Human design is truly the science. It's called the science of differentiation, meaning that, you know, you are literally a one in an eight billion person, however many people there are on the earth these days. Um, and so what makes it really cool is that your design is completely unique. It is completely you. Um, even if you actually, you know, on top of that, like there's just so much that you can look into. And that's why I love it from a marketing perspective, because you are unique. The way that you market your business is unique. Um, obviously how you live your life, whether in your business or not is very unique. Um, and you're meant to be that way. You aren't meant to be like everyone else. You know, you're meant to do things a different way. You're meant to put yourself in different environments. Um, and human design tells you all of this, right? So how Gene Keys and human design are related is um, a man named Richard Rudd, who is a longtime student of Ra Uruhu for decades. Um, he had his basically his own take or own channeling within the human design system. So there's a lot that's very related um, in terms of that, but they're also very different. So human design, you look at, it's like a chart. I'm trying to think of what it looks like. It's almost like an anatomy chart when you look at yeah. it, not quite, but kind of. Um, and it tells you very specific things. Um, and it, it almost is like a blueprint or like an operation manual for your human. And Gene Keys is, well, there's some relation. So what a gate is in human design is a key in the Gene Keys and certain placements you have in human design map to certain things in Gene Keys. However, what I love about Gene Keys and what I really love about it from a marketing or business perspective is it's much more like archetypal. It's much more story oriented, story oriented, where you learn what the shadow of certain placements is. And you almost learn like the, the journey that each of those keys or gates goes on. And when you dive into it, there's so much that I use with my clients to kind of pull out bits and pieces that they can use in their business. Because again, this is what makes you uniquely you. And so there's a lot of things that you can pull out that kind of help with things when it comes to a marketing strategy and trying to stand out in what can be, you know, crowded marketplaces. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm just thinking about our first reading as you're talking and, and I've had my human design read several times and I, I have a lot of people who have kind of gifted me their, their knowledge, their wisdom around human design, but it was layering in the gene keys where things really started to come together for me. And I was like, oh, okay. I see where there's some things that I need to align more closely to for me to be in my full power. And so as you're listening in today, like one of the things I'm hoping to like really bring to you in this conversation is like what happens when we're living outside of our human design? What happens when we're not fully embracing our personal power that we can maybe like get a glimpse of through the human design reading? Because obviously we're all we're all unique. It's not like a one size fits all. This is very custom and personal to our journey on this planet. And so, you know, Brie, I guess I'm kind of curious like what do you see happening for people when they're living outside their most aligned human design? Yeah, I think that's a great question and I almost like want to come back to 
truly what I see the purpose of human design and gene keys is, is learning to understand and trust your intuition and really tapping into that, like learning what it means when your intuition is speaking to you. You know, this is another tool. There's many tools to learn about your intuition, but this is one tool to help with that and to, to learn to trust yourself and to ultimately learn to like love yourself and love all the ups and downs of your own journey. That truly is the purpose of human design and gene keys. And obviously the application of that is infinite. And so when you're living outside of that, um, you know, someone who's gone through as everyone has gone through a lot of trials and tribulations and, and true pivot points in my life and my career, the times when I'm not listening to my intuition, you know, it's like, I, I think of it in ways where it's like, you're second guessing yourself, you're listening to other people and you're, you're taking actions based on what other people are telling you rather than what your intuition is telling you, because they say, oh, this is the right thing for you. Even though you're like, yeah, I guess on paper, this seems like the right thing, but I just don't feel like it's the right thing or I, I'm not getting that sense. Um, so when I think about, like for me personally, the times when I've been living outside of my intuition, I feel very chaotic. I feel very pulled in many directions. I feel like I'm always second guessing myself, like I'm just unsure. And since I've been really doing this work over the past many years, it's like, even though the the outside seems a little fuzzy or I'm unsure, I always know that I can trust myself and I can always trust my decision and whatever comes from that. Um, and that truly is, to me, the big difference. Obviously, the way you experience that chaos might be a little different. For me, it's a lot in my head. I'm a very logical, very like heavily defined person up <laughs> in these higher chakras. But um I think that like how you experience it might different, but it's like the difference between looking outside of yourself for that direction and trusting the inside, you know, that looking outside and, and living outside of yourself is when you're out of that alignment. And when you come back in and just trust and know, like, just have that knowing that, that you will make the right decision, you will go the correct path. And all of that is when you are, I, for me personally, feel like that's coming back into alignment. Hmm. As you're talking, I was thinking of some of the other things that have shown up for me or people I worked with when they're out of sync with their human design um, to add to what you just said is um, I love the second guessing thing. That's for sure. Uh, another one, though, is like it, it's like you can be putting out all of this stuff that you think is so hot and so awesome and it's completely falling flat. And it's not because you're not doing the things you love. It's because you're as you're saying, you're you're actually kind of using someone else's like words and somebody else's. Uh, in, you know, like their model and you're, you haven't dug deeper into your human design. And so it's like disconnecting. People are not feeling your authentic version of you. Um, 100%. And I, yeah. We're going to talk about that one today, <laughs> but um, you know, and also there, the burnout, like I have a friend, she's a um, uh, what they call the manifesting generator and she can go on and on and on and on and on. Like she has so much en unlimited energy, but then she would just like hit a wall. And so you know, one of the things I know is that when your style has like, we all have different energy patterns uh, based on your human design. And if you don't understand that about yourself, you can run yourself ragged and like deplete your most natural energy source. And then you lose your mojo and you lose your momentum. And then you like make mm -hmm. up this whole story like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm not cut out for business. I don't have it. I'm, I'm burned out. You know? And yeah. really what it is, is you're operating outside of your design. So we're going to unpack some of that today. We can't get to all of it, obviously, because this is a really complex and integrated system, um, but we'll hit some high notes. Yeah. I think just to, I think you articulated 
what I wasn't able to in that so well. And I know like, I just appreciate you reflecting that back because I think when you are looking outside of yourself, you know, when it comes, I'm going to use, you know, because we're all business owners here, right? So, or most of us are. So I use, I come back to this example often, but when you're looking outside of yourself and you're like, why this person just posts, posts on Instagram all the time and all of a sudden like their business is taken off, but it doesn't like I've been doing that and it doesn't work. And that that's what gets you outside of your head um, and looking outside of yourself. But then also like that, that's like you said, that's their energy. That's their blueprint that works for them in their own way. And yours is something different. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can learn from that design about your design. Like how do you create content best? What environment works best for you? And when you really tap into like, that's when things start clicking and start flowing a lot better. And so, you know, when you aren't operating from that, it does feel very sticky. It just feels like it's hard to gain traction. It's hard, you know, and it's hard because you see people doing things that you want to do and they are seeing success. And sometimes you're not, you're doing maybe similar or appears to be similar and you're not quite getting there. So, um, you know, so that's always a time to just, yeah, you know, one, realize everyone's different and through human design and gene keys, your energy is different. Therefore, what you're good at and what works for you is going to be different. Um, and then, and really appreciating when you feel like you're getting that momentum to like, appreciating that the work you've done has kind of aligned you with that correct energy as well. Mm. Yeah, well said. Um, Well, I think we all know that these kind of tools help us in personal development. It can Mm -hmm. grow who we are as human beings, how we, how we are in relationship, how we are uh, as leaders, how we are even like with our relationship with ourself, you know, like maybe moving out of beating ourselves up and, (laughs) and like focusing on all the things we haven't done right to, really embracing our, our most powerful self, but how do we see, like, give us maybe an example of how you've seen human design really influence business. And then I'll share one of mine as well. Like I want to, I'm going to share some personal things today that to give people some ideas of how I've been using it. Yeah. I think one of my favorite examples, because in this is both a human design learning, well, and gene keys together. I, I should have said up front, some people focus on human design. Some people focus on gene keys. I kind of go back and forth between the two. There's just so much richness, but um, is both a lesson in marketing and a lesson in gene keys and human design is when people are looking to, and marketing's my specialty, as Melanie said up front, I've been in marketing my entire career coming on two decades now, uh, just lots and lots of marketing. And when people are starting their business or they're trying to actually get some visibility in their business, grow their business, you know, they're really looking for, you know, what marketing strategy is going to work. And the funny thing is it might seem like the thing you want to do is like copy someone else's strategy. But the thing from a marketing perspective that you want to do is you need to stand out. You need to find a way to like make an imprint on your audience, to make an imprint on new people. And if you're looking exactly the same or doing the exactly the same as someone else, you're never going to be able to stand out, right? You're just going to be like one in a million. And I know, Melanie, this is what you teach like all the time. So I'm preaching to your the audience that has probably heard this so many times before. But what I lo- like applying that now to human design and gene keys is that these tools help you understand what is so uniquely you and you can tease out and pull out that stuff and you can start integrating that into your marketing and help people understand what makes you unique, what make what your true gifts are, what, you know, what, like, what is the brand that you have? Like, what is, how do you impact them personally? Right. And all of these things, when you're able to tease that out or like, or, 
um, like refine that out. Like I almost think, you know, of like distilling that out of what your human design and gene keys is telling you that really helps you stand out in a crowd because you know what makes you unique. You're not just trying to cover all the bases and talk to everyone. You know what you're, what you're really great at. And maybe, you know, what you're not so great at, and you can really focus on the things that you're great at and making that impact with your clients and customers. Okay, I want to unpack that a little bit more, but I also wanted to share something I learned about myself um, when we started working together. Is um, and and this was something that I I was already intuitively knowing this, but when I heard you reflect it back to me, I, it really anchored it in, and and I was starting to realize that uh, I was honing in my niche of working with experts who are tired of being a best kept secret. And I don't even remember exactly what you told me, but something about the feedback with the gene keys. You were like, yes, this is where you're supposed to be. And I, it was something about being a catalyst for people to step into their greatness or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've already been feeling. I've been kind of bringing that in more and more and more over the last few years. So um, it was almost like I already kind of knew it, but having that fed back to me through the gene keys was very um, helpful. Yeah, that now, was that was your incarnation cross, um, which is human design, and then Gene Keys is your activation sequence. So that is like, for in layman's terms, I get or not layman, but in simple terms, is um, your incarnation cross is your purpose, and it's not necessarily like what job should you have. It's like what is the impact you have on people around you, and when people enter, come into your energy, what's the what's the influence that you have on them? And so, yeah, Melanie, yours is very much like not jarring, but it's, it, it really is like a shock of like getting people in the right place, like helping, helping them, getting them in the right place and things like that. And so that very much, yeah, that was really fun to share with you. That was one that kind of, you know, there's a lot of things like you said, where you hear and you're like, okay, that makes sense. That's what I've intuitively been seeing. And then there's some things where you just can see that it's like, oh, wow, this, this is really interesting. And that was one of them for you. <laughs> well, let me unpack, let me go a little bit deeper in that, because this is so intriguing because you know, when you've been in business as long as I have, it's natural to kind of pursue a lot of different interests and a lot of different versions of yourself. You evolve, you grow. Some of your offerings are meant to fall away. Some of them are meant to adapt and go where you're going next. And so, you know, 22 years in, you can have quite a quagmire of, of offerings. And so as I started to go deeper into human design and this, I started to realize and I also test and track everything. So here's how two these two tools started to work together. I your feedback and learning more about my human design, I was realizing like when I when people are in my energy, it's contagious. But when people are maybe just reading something or seeing something from afar, that energy doesn't always translate. So I was starting to realize like, I need to be in front of audiences again. I need to be like my number one job, my number one best expression is when I am using my voice, when I'm using my message to attract great clients and more opportunity. And here's how I see that team tying together, Brie, is I also know that my throat center is defined, which means I have great power with my message and my word and articulation mm -hmm. that not everybody shares. And so getting all this information, I was like, oh, I get it. I know what I need to be doing. I know what my primary spark is going to be. And that gave me permission to tr stop doing other things that maybe wasn't as well aligned and really lean into that more. 
I mean, to me, like you said, so you're a manifester, right? That uh, just to help anyone who does understand, um, you're an emotional manifester more specifically. It totally makes sense why you have this podcast and why you've been doing this podcast as, uh, as an emotional manifester. It's like one of those things, obviously, you've been doing this for quite a while, um, but why that totally makes sense because your voice is your most potent tool um, as an emotional manifester. And you're really able to connect, as you said, connect like emotionally and like really tap into that, like the vibe almost of of your people, of your audience and really like connect with them in that way. So no surprise there. That was another, you know, it's just no surprise that you're doing what you do because you, whether you knew about it or not in your design, you're already leaning into where your strengths are. Now, there are some places that I don't feel strong and I don't feel like I'm in my best self, um, you know, or at least I wasn't and I'm working on it. And it's been one of my intentions this year is to really develop as a leader. And so another place that, you know, I knew I had weak areas or wasn't as strong as my voice and my message. Uh, and one of the things you did that has been so interesting is um, you ran the charts on my team. And from me as the leader really helped me start to look at how to harness the the skills I have better and really understand my strengths and how different people on my team's strengths and maybe where their areas weren't as strong and where we had gaps in our team overall. And I'm going through this and I'm still going through it, but thinking how valuable this is for me is to really understand how to better utilize the people on my team and what to maybe avoid with certain people. So I'm not putting them in spaces to fail, but also how I can grow and evolve as a leader and stop bottlenecking because <laughs> I'm a legendary bottlenecker. <laughs> New term there, legendary <laughs> bottlenecker. But I can be a, a real bottleneck to growth and and I get my team at capacity very quickly because I would keep getting in the way. So um, that's been another version of how we're using human design and gene keys to up-level me so we can continue to up-level the clients we serve. I love that. One of the fun things that came through, not necessarily as much in your individual chart, but when we were looking at your team chart, like it really reflected what we were just talking about, how you understand, you know, like the voice of your clients, you, you know, it's like that you have that connection that it's like that very intimate connection with the people that you serve. And like, that is what makes such a big impact and being able to communicate, like, what are the values, not just of you as a person, but the values of your business. Like, there's a lot of things that really, you know, I love when this happens because of course it happens, right? Like I could see that in your individual chart, but it was totally different things when we looked at it in a, your the chart in comparison to your team um, that, that said the same story, but just with different pieces of the human design. And I, I love when that, like, that's one of the things that just brings me a lot of joy when I see those things. And it's like, wow, it just, you know, um, it's so fun to see. <laughs> well, and one of my values is education, right? And it's like, um, whenever I feel like it's time to go to another level, I'm always looking at where do I need to get invested in growth, like something that's going to grow me and expand me. And I've been using pieces of human design for a really long time in my mastermind with my mastermind clients to help mm -hmm. them tap better into their own strengths. But I wanted to up-level myself too, and really integrate more of it. So this was perfect timing. I want to go a little deeper, Brie, into you know, we've referred to, you know, using human design and gene keys in your marketing, but my I know this is a really big subject. We're not going to get to all of it in one small conversation, but, you know, are there 
like some very important pieces for us to know in our human design that will help us more when it comes to maybe being more visible or marketing ourselves in the most authentic way? Yeah. So it's, there's definitely a few things to look at. And, you know, if, if you've been in human design or know human design for a while, this might be something you already know, but I always invite you to, you know, think differently or explore it differently because as we grow and evolve, we bring a different set of eyes and perspectives to things. The first thing that I think is most important to understand is your authority, which is your basically your sense or your the way that you experience your intuition. So Melanie, you're an emotional authority. I personally am a splenic authority. So emotional authority is all about how you feel things and your emotions and and I don't want to say managing, but experiencing emotional waves and knowing when in that wave is the right time for you to make a decision. For someone like me, who's a splenic authority, it's something that's kind of in my mind or my knowing. And it's just a very quick like thing that where I know what the answer is. Whereas Melanie's, you know, sometimes your waves take a day or two or more to kind of ride through. And so when you understand those, you know, and there's other authorities that are, you know, different, like how you physically feel thing, like different things. There's um, seven different authorities. So everyone kind of has something different, but it helps you understand. Like for me, it was like, you know, I take days to think about things. And when I learned that my own authority is like a split second, like I just know, I was like, okay, well, that explains a lot of weird decisions I made in my life that didn't weren't quite right. But I did anyways, because I was always given the advice of make sure you sleep on it and like all of these things. But anyways, I digress. Um, that's that's the first one is understanding how your intuition works and how you experience it, I think, is number one. Yeah, I want to stop ahead. you there because this was the game changer for me when I recognized my authority, because I always judged myself for not having the gut response. And being able to quickly make the decision. And some of my worst decisions were trying to make decisions like a splenic authority. Instead of embracing my emotional authority, I was so frustrated in my, with myself. <laughs> so when I embraced that I need to give myself space and recognize that I do not make a decision in the emotional wave, because it will not be a good decision, everything transformed for me. So I just really, I want to acknowledge all of those people who... Maybe the way you make decisions is so confusing or conflicting or you're frustrated with yourself. Knowing this about yourself is a game changer. Okay, back to you, Brie. <laughs> I think it's so important because obviously that's a personal thing, but when it comes to just anything, like, is it, do I want to create this offer? Do I, like, how do I, you know, is it time to add to my team? Like, there's so many things, right? Like all these decisions that when it comes specifically to your business. Um, the next thing then is your strategy. So every there's five different types in human design. It's kind of like the first level that you get into really when you start learning your human design. Everyone has a unique design, but all of them are kind of grouped into five different designs. So your type, there's one of five. Um, Melanie, like I mentioned, is a manifester. I personally am a projector. Um, and with that, like what I really take from your type is it's really how you are meant to best exchange energy with something. So with a person, with an environment, with ideas, with anything, it's really how you're meant to explore. So Melanie's type is a manifester. She is really the initiator of things. Like when she gets an idea or she gets a creative urge, it's really up to her to just take it and run with it. For me as a projector, it's up to me to kind of feel and see what's around me or put myself in certain environments, you know, depending on what context it is and to 
receive ideas, receive conversations, receive invitations, and to use my my authority to decide what is worth taking action on. So it's almost like a it sounds disempowering to need to wait, but I actually have found it so empowering to just be like, it's not my job to like be forcing things. It's my job to say, see the world of all the possibility and be like, oh, that's the thing I'm going to go on because it's an efficient use of my energy. So that's your type. Um, and the strategy specifically for your type, I think is really, really important to learn. Obviously, there's a lot of context when it comes to like what marketing plan you're going to use for Melanie use and you know someone who's an initiator it's like the way that you market is definitely going to be different be, than someone like me who kind of needs to da like dabble or kind of see what's out there before taking specific action on something specific um the next one that i love i could talk about all day are is your profile so the profile um is two different numbers for those of you who are new um and each two different numbers that are one through six. And each of those numbers represents, um, how do I explain this? I almost call it like your leadership style or how you best connect with others. So um, so for me personally, I'm a 5'1", Melanie, you're a 6'2". So these numbers mean different things. So as a 6'2", really that is a role model type energy that is very much a um, like, teach through experience kind of vibe. So this is really like, how do people see you and perceive you as a leader? Like, what are the things that you can do that kind of put you in that authority type place? Um, with the line two, that's very much like, it's it's called more originally or like in the original text, more of like a hermit where you have things that you're very naturally gifted at, and then you can kind of just go and do and people observe you. So when you have that two line, it's very much about doing what feels good, doing what makes you happy, whether people watch you or not. And people see that and they admire that about you and they admire the talent that you naturally have. Um, so I, I love without going through all, we don't have time for me to go through all of it, but just to, I wanted to give a little context to what I mean is that when you have those and the, the placement of the numbers means slightly different things, but ultimately it's like when people come to you, what are the ways that you can help them or educate them or kind of be like, step into that authority or leadership energy, which of course, for all of us, you know, with a business, that's absolutely what you want to be doing. And not necessarily saying I'm an authority, but it's like, what are the actions you can take that that help people experience you as that authority as well? Yeah. And that was another place that was so insightful for me is recognizing my profile and, and embracing it. It was light, major light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> same for me. Definitely same for me, I will say. Um, the, and the last, the last big thing that I think is really important is what Melanie, we actually already talked about was understanding your incarnation cross, um, and understanding again, what you're at the, the, you know, I say purpose, like that's the easiest way to say it, but it's not, again, it's not what you do. It's not the job that you have, but it's like, what, how does your energy impact other people? Uh, and and what do, when people come into your energy, like what, what are you going to do to them? You know, it's like, how are you going to help reset them on their own path? You know, everyone has a different impact on other people. And I think this is really, really important. I will, I'll share an, a personal experience of how I've used this from a, like a business uh, marketing perspective is 
You know, as someone who has a lot of marketing experience, who's been an online business manager for many years now, um, you know, I was kind of, I could do a lot of everything. Like I, you know, I can do this. I can help, you know, get an active campaign and build emails. I can also create a plan. I can also do data and analytics. I can do all these things. And when I learned my incarnation cross, it really helped me focus my scope of work because I knew what I was best at helping people with. So it took where I could do, I was like jack of all trades. Yeah, I could do this all. It really helped me focus in on like, where can I make the biggest impact? Um, and and how do I do that exactly? So it really helped me narrow my scope of focus um, with the people that I worked with, which one saved my own sanity. Instead of having like 17 different offers and 17 different ways people could work with me, it really helped me narrow that, which was great for my my mental health. It also from a mark, you know, from a marketing perspective, it made it super easy and super clear to have very concise messaging where people understood what they would get when they worked with me, which is always a great thing to be able to put out into the world or have people know that about you instead of just saying, oh, this person's interesting, but like, how do I work with them? Or I don't understand what I'm going to get out of our relationship. Yes. And which is such a key piece of how you, you are an expert is being able to really communicate clearly what it is you do. <laughs> and when you're out of, look, trust me, from my own experience, when you're out of alignment with your human design and your incarnation cross, you get very scattered and instead of honed in and specific and really it's the relevancy goes up when you really lean into your, your uh, human design and, and know what it is that you're meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it all. You just have to do the things that light you up and give you joy, but in a way that's clear to your audience. Mm-hmm. This is so fascinating. I, I, I could go on and on and on with, with just, you know, like we could just have like, maybe we should like do a Hawaii retreat where all we do is immerse ourselves in human design for, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, right? <laughs> Sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> yes. we all, it's like, we, we all uh, love the, uh, the idea of that. Um, how could somebody learn more about you? Like maybe we could share with them your workshop series or something like that to give them a place to start with learning about their human design. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a free workshop series um, that really gives an introduction to a lot of what we spoke about today, but more about my process for it um, and gives you, you know, some workshops with some actionable things that you can take away. So it's um, the human design marketing series, uh, workshop series, and you can find that at breekurrick.com slash HD marketing. So B-R-E-E-K-U-R-Y-K.com slash HD marketing. Um, and you can just sign up and it's a few videos, some worksheets, and really gives you an idea of how this all, I, we've kind of been a little bit all over the place, but I, I do think this helps tie it all together and at least gives you a starting point, whether you're new to human design and gene keys, or you've been playing with it and experimenting with it for a while. Nice. I like it. And I will link those up in the show notes. So that's easy because I know Breeze. Name spelling is not the normal one. So if you're scrambling for a pen, don't worry. It's in the show notes, wherever you're listening. Very to true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> so Bria, I love when I get to talk to someone who's been in business a long time and uh, we all know there's growth, there's changes, there's evolutions, there's adapting, pivoting. I'm really curious uh, for you, what has been the boldest change, the boldest step that you've made? that amplified the reach of your business? This is going to sound kind of funny, but for me, it was when I 
got back to the basics and really made things simple. There was, you know, there's so much opportunity. There's so many cool things you can do. There's so many tools you can use. There's so many, so many, so many. It's really easy to get caught up in all of that. And when I made the decision to just, you know, really make things simple, you know, use focusing in on what I'm good at, like making sure my copywriting is crystal clear, cutting away the channels that I was either finding a lot of resistance to, or I wasn't really getting traction in. Like when I really like cut things back and made like really only focused on what I could do well and what came easily to me, um, honestly, my business, my traffic, my audience exploded. And it's kind of funny because I know it's easy to get caught up in a lot of these like little tic-tac, you know, nicky-nacky tools and platforms. But truly, like, it still comes back to what's important at the core. And that's being able to communicate what you do, how you do it, and just being in a place where people are looking for that. Um, you know, it's it can be complex, but it also coming back to what's simple and coming back to those fundamentals ultimately was what made a huge difference. And I know that's not necessarily bold, but I think in this environment where there's a lot to distract us and it is pretty bold to be like, you know what, I'm cutting back, you know, I cut out social media, like Instagram, I've cut out a lot of things. And that was very scary at the very, very scary at the time. Um, but it actually has paid off quite well. Um, in terms of growing my audience, connecting with better clients, you know, clients that are much more aligned with me and things like that. So I actually think that that is a perfect example of a bold move is um, recognizing that we don't have to do it all and we can simplify. Like I, I go through layers of simplifying, like, oh, time to simplify some more. <laughs> and um, yes, I think that's a great example. And I'm so glad you shared it. What is, so kind of from the lens of where you are today, looking back, what is one thing you wish you would have done sooner? That's a great question. The thing that comes to mind is not being afraid to be more authentic or be more myself or, or saying what I mean to say instead of saying what I think people will want to hear me say. Um, I know really early, especially starting my business, I was scared to say certain things or I was like, oh, I don't know, this isn't the right way to say it, you know, coming from that marketing brain of my whole, you know, you're trained how you're supposed to say things. And it was like making, like coming, if I wish, I wish I would have done that sooner. I feel like things would have taken off a lot sooner. I think I would have connected better, like more deeply with better quality clients had I just, and I'm not saying you need to like spew your personal life out everywhere. That's not necessarily what I'm saying, but I'm saying like, if you are as an expert, you have a very unique perspective. I have a very unique perspective and unique experience, just like everyone here and not being, not brushing over that expertise and that experience by trying to say what you think people are going to want to hear. I wish I would have started doing that sooner. I know it's, I'm making some arm gestures over here, but um, I think just being like bold in that authenticity of what your unique perspective is, um, whether it's going to, you think it's going to be taken well or, or not, but that you know to be true because you are an expert and you have that experience that many others don't have. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's um, sometimes hard to do that. 
so you know? oh my gosh especially, it's so especially hard. if you have the I want to be liked <laughs> gene right oh like my <laughs> like I said it took me it's taken me years I don't think I'm perfect by any means but slowly you know it's one of those it's like peeling a band-aid off and I'm I've been doing it slowly for many years now and I don't re- I don't regret taking this path versus going on you know what the alternative path would be yeah. so well, I actually think you're quite good at it. I've been impressed in our work together how often you speak your truth or hold a boundary or, you know, really like take ownership of something that's completely opposite what most people would say. And I think it's one of the things that really sets you apart from a lot of people who might do some similar things. So um, I love the work you're doing in the world, Bree. I'm very happy to be able to to share you with our audience. And as you're listening in today, you know, if you don't know your human design, I highly recommend you dig a little bit deeper with Brie and really like find the alignment that's been eluding you. And and particularly if you feel like you've lost your momentum, you're kind of, you know, like free floating out there and like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know how it all fits. This kind of clarity is priceless. So thank you, Brie, for joining me today. And thank you for sharing your gifts with uh, uh, my community. Oh, thank you, Melanie. I've had so much fun chatting today. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com. And I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going. And I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 